Hello and welcome to the season finale review for Dexter New Blood. I guess we can say the series finale. I'm your host, Jacob Bartley, and this is Talking Dex with me, Jacob Bartley. And wow, we are talking the ending to Dexter New Blood. And this is uh, going to be not an easy review to do because this obviously if you clicked on this video. You know, it's a spoiler. So this is a spoiler discussion and we are absolutely going to be talking spoilers for Dexter New Blood. And if you have watched this episode of Dexter New Blood, then you know that Dexter is dead. Just like the title of the final book written by Jeff Lindsay that is literally called Dexter is Dead. Dexter is literally dead in this series, in this show, in this world that we all love. And that is crazy to me. That is obviously the thing that everyone's going to be talking about. And I'm just going in honor of Dexter Morgan. Gonna have a drink while we sit here and talk about this together. Now, I, I'm of two minds when it comes to this season finale. I think as an episode of television, as in the art of storytelling, it is great. I truly do believe that. In the art of storytelling, it is great. It Looking at it from the outside in, it is really, really good storytelling. And I thought they did an excellent job with the way they set up this whole entire series, or season, I should say, to come to this conclusion and how the conclusion comes about. That is done very well. However, as a fan, and fan is is an understatement, as somebody who loves the Dexter character so much and loves this show so much, prior to Dexter New Blood, Dexter the show is in my top three favorite shows of all time. And... It's hard because I don't really compare drama, crime dramas to sitcom slash comedies. So I kind of keep those separate. But as far as crime, as far as dramas go, Dexter is in my top three shows of all time. And those being Breaking Bad, The Sopranos, and Dexter. I don't know what order I can flip-flop those any day. But Dexter is in my top three favorite shows of all time. And it still is. And, and even more so. Because I loved this season of Dexter New Blood. I want people to kind of understand what I real, realized today. Because I, the reason why I'm doing this in the evening right now is because, well, other than logistical reasons. But I could have done it earlier this morning at 10.30 or 11.00. And I had all my notes done and everything, but I wanted to give myself a little bit more time to process this because my initial reaction to Dexter dying wasn't positive. 
And it's because I don't want the character gone. Knowing that he was still out there, knowing that we could possibly... And look, before they ever aired Dexter New Blood, knowing that the Dexter character is still out there, that we could one day get the story of Dexter continued, as such a big fan, it gave me hope. And I just knew... Like, I get to continue with this character that I love so much. And even if they didn't announce a new series, I knew, hey, possibly one day they could go back to that series and we could have Dexter. But now I know at least they can't continue the story with Dexter alive. There's a way they could continue this world and still have Michael C. Hall be involved. And we'll talk about that later. But I, as a viewer, as a fan, I now know that's it for Dexter. No more. Whether they do a Harrison show or not, which now that it actually, a lot of people speculated about, oh, they're going to spin off a Harrison show. Now that it's actually like a re like possible and knowing that Dexter's gone and he won't be living, breathing in that series. Now I don't know if I want it. I was cool. I kind of wanted a Harrison series if we weren't going to get more Dexter, but now that I know for sure Dexter's dead, I don't know if I want a Harrison show, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about this episode, Sins of the Father, episode 10 of Dexter New Blood. And I already said, I thought they did a really, really good job. If I if I was a viewer, a casual fan who didn't care that much whether Dexter survives or not, and just looking at it from that lens, amazing season finale. But it's hard to be happy and root for something that took away a favorite character that you love. So I'm kind of on this middle ground on the fence about everything. But the way they structured this episode, I really liked it. They got straight to the point and they got to it. And let, let's break down some of the key points here. Now, the episode opens up with Molly Park uh, talking about some of her podcast uh, since she arrived in Iron Lake, what's going on with Matt Caldwell and all that. So that was kind of cool to hear Molly one last time. Cause I actually liked the Molly Park character overall annoying here at times, but I actually liked her overall. Then we go to Jim Lindsay's cabins burned down everybody in the town helping him out just like they established early on in the season when something happens the whole town comes to help out that was cool and we got to see a shot of basically every character that we met fred jr uh some of the other characters that we really never saw again for the rest of the episode like the high school kids logan but we did see logan the, the rest of the episode which we'll get to that um but hearing Dexter's voiceover in this scene was a, a highlight for me. Because my number, my favorite outcome, and look, 
it maybe would have been not as good of a story as they told, but my favorite outcome, and I said this before this episode aired, I said, I hope Dexter and Harrison leave Iron Lake because there's no crime there. There's not a lot of crime there for them to find people to feed their dark passengers. So I was like, they should go to a big city that has a lot of crime. And I said, they should go to LA and my perfect ending, whether we, they continued or not is Dexter and Harrison going to LA or wherever and continuing to do what they do. Cause in a sense, when Dexter is actually taking out people who are worse than him, killers, whatever you have, whatever they may be, then he is, I think, as a fan, you're rooting for him. I think he's doing the right thing in general. But when he's killing innocent people along the way, just so he doesn't get caught, that is where the problem comes and that's kind of what this whole thing hangs on and why Harrison kind of has the turn at the end. Uh, so I I wanted Harrison and Dexter to, to go away together. And they got me because they, they teased it. And I love when Dexter's like, we can't do this here. And he tells Harrison about it. They talk about it. Harrison doesn't want to go at first, which makes sense because he is fine. He never had this before. A community, friends at least not as far as we know and not for a long time. So that was uh that was a great setup to give them to give Dexter this little bit of hope that him and his son are going to go away together. And on top of this, Dexter has no idea that Angela's heavily investigating him as the Bay Harbor butcher. If he did, he would have done something about it. Here the difference between this situation and LaGuardia situation is like I said last week, mo he knew that LaGuardia was on his tail most of the time. He had no idea Angela was investigating him so deeply. And not even as Jim Lindsay, who killed Matt Caldwell, as literally as the Bay Harbor butcher. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and they cut right to it. They get to Angela's house. He's there having a good time with Audrey and Harrison. And I love this aspect of that they've been doing for the last few episodes, but especially here where Angela knows. And she has to be in front of Dexter, be in front of Harrison and Audrey and act like nothing's all right, even though clearly she's upset and she's not acting warm towards Dexter at all. So she shows up, sends the kids out to go get, get some groceries. And he's like, what's wrong? And it's so, can you imagine you're, if you're Angela and you, you pretty much know, know it in your heart, know it in your head that this guy is a serial killer. And He's like hugging you and kissing you on the head. And she looked so uncomfortable. And I though because when you're watching a television show or a movie, when a, the creators can put you in the shoes of the characters that you're watching. And I kind of felt like we were in the shoes of Angela. Like imagine a serial killer hugging you. And it's somebody you thought you knew. And 
she pushes him off <laughs> and arrests him. That was so great. When And he's like, oh, you're taking the role play thing. And she cocks her gun and says, shut the F up and do what I say. I loved that scene. And look, some people are going to have some problems with Angela because she's the reason why this all led to Dexter dying. So people might dislike her for that reason, which is not fair for the character. But I thought she, the character had so much integrity and look, I agree with a lot of people that look, she put the missing girls case. Once she found Iris, she put the missing girls case. Like she acted like it didn't even matter anymore. And she was all about Jim Lindsay or Dexter Morgan now. And I get that. That aside, just her unwillingness to give up and on taking Dexter Morgan down. I respected her for it. And unlike Deborah, unlike other characters that we've seen, Angela was not having it. He's not going to convince her that what he did does is okay. And I thought that was a nice change because we've seen when people find out what he does and somebody like Deb or whatever, he's able, because they care about him, they're able to kind of see past it and live with it. But Angela was not willing to do that. And as we saw, Harrison was ultimately not able to do that either. So I... I love that kitchen scene where she arrests him and he is, is going to reach while she has a cocked gun on him. He's he goes and reaches for a knife, but Angela's smart. Logan's there and he comes out the other door and they both arrest him. Pretty smart. Cause we know how capable Dexter is. He's, as we find out later on in this episode, he is very, very capable. Um, yeah, so another key moment here is, so he gets, he's in jail. They're processing him. And Harrison gets to go talk to him really quick. And Harrison talks to him and Harrison tells, or Dexter tells Harrison I've been in tougher spots and I was trying to think where, how, where was he in tougher spots? And I would think that time that LaGuerta was onto him. And even though he framed it when he got arrested and framed her for planting evidence, fake evidence. And basically during that time, I mean, he's been in plenty of tighter spots and I was like, yeah, that's pretty true. And when Deb discovers what he is and he has to talk his way out of that, so I guess, yeah, he's been in similar spots, but he didn't know he was dealing with somebody who was going to be so relentless and not let this go in Angela. So, yeah, so so that's pretty crazy. But uh, I just love that line. He's like, I've, I've been in tighter spots before. <laughs> um, and I, I love how Logan is being nice to him because it sets up what happens later so, so much better. And how he says, you're a good man, Logan. And Logan, like, lets him hug his son without handcuffs on. 
and all that. So, so I thought that was great. Uh, so we get two scenes where Angela interviews Dexter. And uh, the first one is er is early on in the episode. And she turns on the camera, state your name, Jim Lindsay. And she's like, no, state your name. And he's like, Dexter, Dexter Morgan. So that was pretty cool. Just hearing him say his name is something that fans geek out, geek out about. I don't know why. Isn't that, that's kind of stupid, but. We, um, it's kind of, it's because he's been Jim Lindsay this most of this season. So we want to see him fully embrace himself and who he is. Um, so yeah, so that interview, that first interview scene with Angela was pretty good. Uh, she shows him the screws. He, he's saying how Kurt framed him and he's trying to talk Angela down like, Angela, you're better than this. You, you know, Kurt's framed me like you, you're still mourning your dead friend. And Angela freaks out. She's like, don't you mention his name? So that was a pretty good. Uh, yeah, I thought the interview scene was great. And actually, the interview happens before Dexter gets to see Harrison. So the in this inter this initial interview happens. She's mainly talking about the Matt Caldwell murder. She's not doesn't bring up anything Bay Harbor Butcher yet. And then Dexter gets to go in. Uh, Harrison gets to go in and see his dad. And that's when he tells Logan, you're a good man. And Logan says sons need their fathers. Because remember, Logan lost his father when he was younger. And Kurt looked out for him. So Logan knows what it's like not to have a dad around. So he doesn't want that for Harrison. And... All through the whole season, I thought Logan was a great, like genuinely a great guy who had, uh, who we saw him be a very good cop and very stern with criminals, but he was also this, this lighthearted, goofy guy who was very likable. And they set that up very well because I, I did not see his death coming. And it, it was so, it was such an important part and so impactful and what leads to the conclusion, which all these things, I keep mentioning these conversations with Logan and these moments with Logan in this episode because they build up towards what happens at the end. So the him talking to Logan, saying you're a good man, Logan saying sons need their fathers, and Logan being the one who's giving Jim the benefit of the doubt, who's giving Dexter the benefit of the doubt, it shows how how much good character he has. And he's almost like a better cop than Angela because Angela lets her emotions be so involved. But Dexter is obviously manipulating them and manipulating Angela. Um, yeah, so a Angela comes back and she's like, she's like, all right, I'm not messing with this guy anymore. She goes in and she interviews him again. She brings up the ketamine and she says she shows him the evidence, the needle in the drug dealer and the drug supplier. And she brings out the Bay Harbor butcher victim photos. And Dexter, if you would, if you rewatch it, look at Dexter's face when she brings up those Bay Harbor butcher photos. He is pissed. And he's so shocked. And I, I love Michael C. Hall's acting in, 
in everything, but especially in this this season finale and, and the way he's reacting to Angela grilling him is so good. It it is it is so so good. And she calls him out on being the Bay Harbor butcher. I love this because there's only been less than a handful of people who just called Dexter out on his shit. And obviously LaGuerta did. Dokes used to. Deborah did. And a couple others. But this is like straight up, I know you're the Bay Harbor Butcher. Like it's not like him, little white lies, trying to get out of certain situations here and there. She's straight up saying, you're this infamous killer from Miami, killed dozens, if not over a hundred people, dead bodies in the Bay Harbor. And I caught you. And he's still not giving in. But at some point, he tells her, turn off the cameras, I'll talk. But he doesn't admit to being the Bay Harbor butcher. He he tells her about Kurt Caldwell, Clancy Brown. And she he tells her where the dead bodies are of his underground lair gallery or whatever it is, right? And we know Angela's whole purpose of becoming a cop and all that was to find figure out what happened to her friend Iris and to find all these missing girls who have gone missing in her town. The last place they were seen was in Iron Lake. And that's like her main objective until she stumbles upon the Dexter Morgan stuff. So he brings it up, tells her, go check out Kurt's cabin a hundred feet from the front door. There's an underground lair. Go there. You'll see what real evil looks like. So she, obviously she has to go. So she leaves Dexter there with Logan. And I look watching this show week to week. We have a lot of speculation. We picture in our head, how is this going to end? I pictured Harrison and Dexter getting away. I pictured Dexter being arrested and getting the death penalty. I pictured Dexter convincing Angela that, what he does is good and her being okay with it because he took out Kurt. I did not picture. I mean, part of me pictured Harrison killing Dexter, but I didn't, I didn't actually think that was a possibility. That was like my last option that I thought was a real possibility. And in my head, I imagined Dexter on a kill table and Harrison basically doing Dexter's routine to him. So all that being said, I did not see this coming because Logan, I talked about it. They established all season. He's as good of a guy as ever going to get a little goofy, little weird, a little like obsessed with Angela a little bit, but he is as good of a guy as there is out there. And the whole premise of Dexter as a show, the whole idea of Dexter as a person is that he's a serial killer who has this inner urge to kill, but he channels it and he uses the code to take out bad guys. Bad guys who are hurting innocent people. 
we know Dexter over the years has killed in has been responsible for the death of innocent people. LaGuerta, Dokes. I mean, I don't know how innocent Dokes was overall, but he didn't deserve to be shamed to get blown up, obviously, and then shamed as the Bay Harbor Butcher. Uh, I mean, Rita's dead because of him. Deborah's dead because of him. So he, like, even though he, he his intentions were good, he still caused a lot of harm. And when he does this, I I was shocked, but I get it because look, he I know Dexter is all about not getting caught. He that's the number one rule of the code: don't get caught. So I guess he takes it to heart because he asks Logan for water, bashes Logan's head against the jail bars, has him in a chokehold, and is telling him to give him the keys. Logan takes out his gun and starts shooting crazily. Dexter has no choice dexter snaps his neck and i'm like okay and at this moment like you're not even thinking about what's coming next you're just taking this all in right dexter snaps his neck and i'm like oh shit like did he really just do that oh, oh my goodness like and it's like he i get uh, like all the deaths that happened in the past like Obviously, he didn't literally kill Rita. He didn't literally kill Deb. So those deaths came uh, because of him, but not he didn't literally do it. He didn't literally kill LaGuerta, but he was willing to, to not get caught. But to just see him kill Logan like that was just crazy. Like, I couldn't, I really couldn't believe it. And I think that's part of the shock and, and why this worked. Because Logan embodies just good humanity. And even more so than Angela. Even more so than most of the characters we've ever seen on Dexter. And we see how good of a guy he is. He's He believes Dexter. He goes and takes care of his son and brings him food. He's the coach of the wrestling team. And he just, Dexter is willing to kill this guy who the last person who deserves to die. And I think as an audience, they were trying to get us to finally root against, against Dexter. I want to say hi to a couple people in the chat. Star Drew is here. Hey, Star Drew. How's it going? Thank you for stopping by. Damn, Dexter is dead. Yes, Dexter is dead. So funny to say that, because like I said, it's the title of the last novel. <laughs> so spoiler alert if you haven't read the novels. But I mean, the title is a spoiler. Uh, we also have Jockey in the chat. I I've, I've seen some of your comments, Jockey. Thank you so much for watching the videos and stopping by. Jockey says, I would have preferred Logan to kill Dexter there than later Harrison. Yeah, I mean, that would have been anticlimactic, but I get what you're saying. Obviously, it was more powerful that his son killed him, but it's like Logan's this 
genuine nice guy. He's also a badass cop. So it's like you'd rather him than like Harrison, who it's like, even though we've got to know Harrison over this season, has he earned the rank to take out Dexter Morgan? I, I don't think so, but 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 I, I kind of agree with you. I, I see what you're saying. But uh but yeah, that I just thought to give us this character of Logan, have Dexter kill him so brutally, set up the ending so well. Because we we saw Harrison have a real connection with Logan or with Coach, who he called him. And once he's De- Harrison sees Dexter and he's like, wait, whose blood is that on you? How'd you get away? Wait a minute. You called me from coach's phone. Where is he? And Dexter's like, I'll explain later. And Harrison's like, is he dead? And Dexter in his mind is okay with LaGuerta dying with Logan dying Anybody dying that gets in his way, as long as he gets away and gets to be with his son. Yeah, that's sweet and all. But in in reality, even though we love Dexter as fans, in reality, it's not okay what he did to Logan. And that was a representation of it's overall not okay what he's done over the years. And... Just like they say in episode nine, he saved hundreds, if not thousands of lives by taking out these other serial killers. And I don't think he should take it back or he never should. But along the way, some innocent people were really, really hurt and killed. And he he has a little montage flashback of those people that were hurt because of him. and. I couldn't believe that Harrison grabbed the gun and aimed it at him when Dexter was trying to get away. I honestly couldn't believe it. I was, I was shocked. I was shocked. And I, as it was happening, I couldn't believe that it was happening. Like the whole situation. Once Dexter says, you got to take the safety off. Like I told you, like I told you. We knew he was going to die once he said that. I I couldn't imagine the scene going any other way. I couldn't be like, Harrison, I can't do it. I, I didn't see that. I actually like how stern Harrison got with Dexter. And he's and Dexter's trying to explain himself. And he says, shut up. And he's like, <laughs> he tells him to shut up. And he's like, keeps talking about it. Um. Yeah, it was uh it was crazy. I I still I'm still processing it. I watched it less than 24 hours ago. And like I talked about at the beginning of this podcast, I like the idea cuz I I connect with this show so much and I think part of the reason why me and other people connect with a show like Dexter is like everybody probably thinks that you know, a lot of people probably think that they're not a good person or that they don't do enough good in the world or that 
they feel bad about the stuff that they've done in their life. And I think Dexter kind of comforts us and makes us feel like, look, this guy's a serial killer and we're rooting for him. We want him to be happy. So maybe some of the stuff, bad stuff we've done in our lives is not so bad. And we deserve to be happy too. So I think that's part of it with the Dexter character. There's there's a ton of thousand other reasons why we as fans love Dexter and the character. But I think that's part of it. And knowing that we're not going to get that anymore with Dexter Morgan being flesh and blood alive. It's kind of heartbreaking. But the way they told this story, like I said, if I if. Just if somebody's not not a Dexter fan and they watch this and they're they have no deep emotional connection to the characters, they would probably be like, wow, that was that was well done. That was good storytelling. But I think, and I've I've read a lot of Twitter responses, and I think some people are just so pissed that Dexter's dead. And trust me, I am too. I am too. Trust me, I am. Uh and when it happened. I was just silent. I didn't I didn't know how to react. I didn't know what to say. It felt like somebody I knew was dying right in front of me in, in a way. Um but I just think that we need to take a step back and look at the broader scope and say look, Michael C Hall probably wasn't was never going to come back and do 5 seasons or 2 seasons or 10 seasons more, whatever. He was willing to come back and tell this one story. And I think once we give it more time, we're going to realize and be grateful that we got this season. We could have never got another season of Dexter again with Michael C. Hall. So if the choices are end it with season eight's ending and never see him again, or get this really good season of Dexter with Harrison back as a teenager that ultimately ends in Dexter dying. I'm taking the extra season where Dexter dies at the end. And I think overall, even though some people disagree, I think overall this improves upon season eight and makes the whole thing together wraps it up in a night a nice bow in the end. Some people may disagree, but I think they did a really good job telling this story. But don't get me wrong, I'm still pissed that Dexter's dead. Like part of me wants to go scream at a rooftop and curse and just curse at the moon and just be very upset that Dexter's dead. I am. But I'm trying to look at it from a different perspective. And say, okay, no matter what, Dexter was going to die at the end of this season. I'm not, I'm just saying like, as viewers, that was presented to us. So, if if you knew he was going to die, no matter what, okay, show me how that comes about. How does he end up dying? Who kills him? Show me that. That they showed us. And I thought it was done really, really well. And yeah, like I said, 
Logan represents all those innocents who innocent people who have died along the way. Don't forget that random guy that Dexter killed in the bathroom at the gas station or whatever. Do you guys remember that? That was so random. Even though that guy was an asshole and a scumbag, he he had no idea who that guy was. And he just kills him in the middle of the bathroom. And, and it's like, oh, that guy, we don't know if that guy fit the code or not. And I always think about that because there's a few times where Dexter did some questionable kills like Hannah's father. Hannah's father was an asshole and he was going to ruin Hannah's life. But did he fit the code? No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, so overall, I'm, I thought this was a really good season. Not great, not amazing, really damn good. The way they told the story was done very well. But I'm still mad that Dexter's dead. I'm still mad that Dexter's dead. Um, Yeah, so if you don't mind, Jockey, I'll bring up a couple of your comments and talk about them. Disaster without any emotion. At least that's what it looked like to me. If you're talking about the Harrison killing Dexter, I, I think there was emotion there, if that's what you're talking about. I do... Look, we remember the first episode of Dexter where he says, I, I don't feel love. If I did, it would be for my sister, Deb. And then this his life ends with him saying... I never felt love, not real love until now. And that's a love for a son. And that's, those are his, I think those are his last uh, voiceover thoughts before he dies. And obviously he tells Harrison, you did good. Uh, which that, those are Dexter's last word. You did good to his son. And, and that reminds me. So another part of this is, Dexter in Dexter taught Harrison the code. In the end, Dexter fit the code. He just killed an innocent man. And Harrison brought it up. Would mom, would mom have died if it weren't for you? Would De Aunt Deborah have died if it weren't for you? Would I be so messed up, messed up if it weren't for you? And Yeah, he broke the code. And uh, just like our, our latest commenter, Krasi Kaufman, Crazy Kaufman, Crazy Kaufman says, uh, he broke the code. Great for me. Clyde said Dexter had to die. Breaking the code was the end of Dexter, says Crazy Kaufman. And yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, that that's it right there. He He broke the code in the past. This isn't the first time he broke the code. But he broke, he literally killed somebody that his son Harrison cared so much about and just killed him in cold blood. The last guy on the planet who probably deserved to die like that. And he broke the code. And because of that, he becomes just like his victims. He's no, like, he's no better than them in Harrison's eyes. And 
is Harrison better than Dexter? Better than those killers? Is Harrison going to go on to end up being like Dexter too? Who knows? But in this moment, at this time in his life, he was like, no, this is wrong. And maybe it's because of what his dad taught him, the code, but he realized he had to take Dexter out. He wasn't going to let him walk away and breathe free. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Jockey also says, I'm more angry that everything is rushed. The season had to have, have 12 episodes, in my opinion. You know what, Jockey? I 100% agree with you. I really, I think most of these episodes and the and season overall was very rushed. And it, they only had 10 episodes compared to the 12 or 13 that they used to have. But everything used to move so smoothly in the old seasons. Like nothing felt rushed. And it kind of did feel rushed in this season. And I talked about that throughout my reviews. I talked about that on specific episodes that specific episodes felt rushed. And overall, this season did feel rushed. And I don't think that means it's terrible. But I do think that is a flaw. When we look back at this season, <laughs> we're going to talk about the, the cameras in the woods. We're going to talk about the ketamine. And we can talk about how it was rushed. I agree with you on that. Uh, Crazy Kaufman also says, Camilla told Dexter, you did good, as he whispered he killed Brian Moser. Oh. Nice. Okay. That's... Yeah, that's interesting. I wonder if they did that intentionally uh, because of that. But either way, what it means to Harrison is that you did good. You did Basically, I think he's telling Harrison you did the right thing. So when Harrison has to go on in his life knowing that he killed his dad, maybe he regrets it. Maybe he regrets it 10 minutes later. But... He know he'll know his dad's last words that he did good. So I thought, I mean, epic last words, no, but meaningful last words towards his son, yes. And it's not the last time we hear Dexter's voice. As Harrison's leaving town, and I'm so glad we got to hear the rest, the rest of that letter, because he left the letter. He get. We saw the letter in the beginning of the season, and the only thing that we knew was in it was that he mentioned Harrison's potential dark tendencies. So we got to see what the letter said, and that letter was beautiful. And the way it ends, and he's talking about when he faked his, or when he drove off into the storm and didn't die, and he, he's telling Hannah in the letter, I had to die so my son can live. And that's literally what he did in this season eight years later, ten years later. So, man, there's a lot to unpack. Look, I, I'm of the mind that we can process these things. We can change our opinions. You might be angry right now at the ending of this season. But maybe in a couple of days, you're like, oh, you know what? I'm still mad that Dexter's dead because I love him, but... I think that was the right move. I'm still processing it. I'm still thinking about it. I, hey, maybe I wake up tomorrow and I'm like, you know what? 
f that season i'm i'm angry i don't feel that way right now i'm pretty satisfied uh yeah i just need time need time <laughs> to get over dexter being dead as i know a lot of people want to talk about are we gonna see some type of continuation with harrison i don't know i thought for sure yes before but i don't know how do you look and i've said i've already said before if dexter dies at the end of this and you do a Harrison show is Dexter going to be his voice in his head, his hallucination, just like his dad, Harry was for him and how Deb was for Dexter in this new blood series. I don't know if Michael C hall would come back for that. Does he want to ruin the last scene of him being alive in this show? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, and that's the thing. Are people going to root for Harrison? Like, he killed our favorite character, Dexter. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of Star Wars The Force Awakens. How Kylo Ren kills Han Solo. It's very similar. And everybody's like, F Kylo Ren. He killed our this character that we love, Han Solo. And I could see people hating Harrison now because he killed Dexter. Like, how do you root for, how do you root for Harrison after he killed the character that we love so much? Um, we got somebody else here in the chat. Uh, Janet Jr. Fan. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll bring up some of your comments here. So, Janet Jr. Fan says, after hearing the letter, which Harrison had probably read a hundred times, the whole thing is awful. Harrison had to know Dexter better than he let on because of the letter. No, that's true. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. Like Dexter says, oh, I faked my death because everybody around me gets hurt. My son's better off without me. Um, I had to die, fake my death so my son can live. So obviously Harrison like kind of knew more than he was letting on. So, so that makes sense. Uh, Janet Jr. Fan also says he suddenly hates him in a 30 second time frame. I hated it. No sequel for me. And, and you know what? Before this episode, I was down for a Harrison spinoff. Now I'm not sure. And I don't know why necessarily. It's not because I hate Harrison now. I just, I'm just not sure. I don't know if it would work. I don't think it would work without Michael C. Hall. Like, I can't imagine, in my head, I can't imagine following Harrison around L.A. and just, like, being so invested in him doing what he's doing. And they would just try to recreate the Miami Dexter feel. And I don't know. I don't know about this. Uh, yeah, I, I was all for it before, and now I'm just not sure. Uh, Janet Jr. Fan also says, Michael C. Hall only did this because Dexter dies and he can put it behind him. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think, I don't, look, the choices were never have Dexter again or Michael C. Hall finally agrees to do it again with this season and Dexter dying at the end. So, like I said, I'd rather have it with Dexter dying at the end than never have gotten this season at all. <laughs> and Janet Jr. Fan also says, 
says, uh, I hate Harrison. And sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name wrong, uh, the way it's spelled. But uh, I I don't hate him. I, I, I see what you're saying, but about how he turned on him in 30 seconds, but it makes sense. Like, look at the way they set it up with the scene a couple scenes ago where Logan was taking food to Harrison and how and how cool they were and 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 like I said how Logan was the last person who deserved to die like that and I I don't agree with it I'm not like cool with Harrison killing Dexter but I get it though I get what they were going for and I thought it's I think it's good storytelling but I'm that doesn't mean I'm okay with what happened because I'm not. I'm, I'm definitely not. <laughs> uh, Stardew says, Harrison kills Han Solo. Yes, Jacob. Yeah, I mean, that's really what it reminds me of. If you remember, a lot of people were like, F Kylo Ren because he killed our beloved Han Solo. And this is a similar situation. Like like, like Janet said, uh she hates or they hate Harrison because of this. And, and I could totally, totally get that. Um, yeah. Crazy Kaufman. Scott Reynolds says DVDs out March 22nd. I saw that tweet. I, um, I want to get all nine seasons on Blu-ray because I, I love collecting physical media for stuff that I really, really love. But also I I'm like, what if it's not on Showtime anymore? Or what if it's not on Prime Video anymore? Where am I going to watch this Dexter when I want to go back and watch it? So we'll see. Uh, Janet, Jr. fan. Michael C. Hall practically wrote the ending. You know, I was listening to the Dexter Wrap-Up podcast on my way home today, right before doing this. And... I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> Michael C. Hall had a lot of influence. He chose to he chose for you did good to be Dexter's last words. He had a lot of influence on what happens at the end. So you're not wrong. He he had a lot of say on how the character story ended. And I'm cool with that. The, he's so invested. So so I get it. Um Janet Jr. fan also says, over his own father, his only living relative. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, I get it. I get it. Where Harrison's coming from. You just killed this innocent guy. But part of me was like, wouldn't Harrison just be like, Dad, that was stupid. You're an asshole for that. Like, I'm, I'm not forgiving you. But le yeah, let's get out of here. Let's go. I'm going to be mad at you for like, six months or whatever. I kind of feel like that's what would really happen, but we'll see. I mean, we won't see because we won't see this ever again unless I do a, a Harrison show, which I'm on the fence about now. I, I used to think that was a cool idea, but not really. Jockey says all the actors did a great job, really beautiful season from every point of view. But after nine episodes, I really didn't expect this many plot holes to be. Yeah. I, I get where people are coming from. Like, it it was a really well done season overall and i i still think episode 9 is the best episode episode 9 the family business is hands down it's in my top 10 favorite 
Dexter episodes of all time it is maybe even top five. It is fantastic. The family business is amazing. And maybe we're not all happy with this, with sins of the father, but I think a lot of us can agree that everything from one to nine is pretty damn good. At least I would say. Crazy Kaufman, Dexter was on Netflix before Showtime. Yep, I watched it on Netflix. The first time I watched Dexter was like three or four years ago, and I binged it the whole thing on Netflix, instantly fell in love. Yeah. Um, Janet Jr. fan. Harrison didn't even ask Dexter to forgive him for what he's about to do. That's a good point. Yeah. I, even though I get why, why they did what they did, I thought it could have been done a little bit better. Like, I the things that they said leading up to him shooting him was cool, but I thought they could have added a little bit more to that. Yeah, we'll see. We, we will see. Um, yeah, so that's probably going to do it. Uh, if you guys, anybody else has any more comments or questions, I'll, I'll bring them up. Um, if you want to get any last words in, but uh, this is going to be tough for Dexter fans. I, I don't think it's as bad as the ending of season eight. I don't think so. At least we have a definitive ending and we don't have to sit and wonder if we're ever going to see Dexter again, because look, if they ran off into the sunset to LA together and they didn't want to do any more seasons, then we would be like, bring Dexter back, bring Dexter back. So now we know we're never getting Dexter alive again. We could, again, we could get a Harrison show with, Dexter as his Harry and I don't know if I want that but we'll see and I don't think Michael C. Hall would do that I honestly don't think Michael C. Hall would do that even though it's decent idea I don't think he should do that uh Janet Jr. fan I knew he was gonna die when Dexter said L.A. Michael C. All hated LA and wouldn't want it to be there. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's funny. That is so funny. I, I did not know that. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I look, Dexter New Blood is over. It's done. Maybe we get Harrison Morgan spinoff show, whatever. But Dexter is done and we have to accept that we have to accept that and it's yeah we're gonna just have to move on but i don't think discussing dexter is done i started doing these reviews on uh on the bartley and barnes youtube channel me and my buddy keith's youtube channel and I have been getting a lot of views and comments on these videos. And I, I love Dexter so much. Like I've, I've been watched the series twice. I've, I've audio booked all of the novels, all eight novels, which aren't as good as the show, but are very fulfilling for a Dexter fan. If you want more Dexter in your life, read or audio book the novels the first novel is great there's about 
four of them that are really good to great. And other ones are okay. But it, as a Dexter fan, it fulfilled my need for more Dexter. Even though after the first novel, it is way different than the show. The first novel is basically season one, other than a few minor big changes. It's basically season one is the first novel. But if you are fiending for more Dexter like I was after I watched the original series, check out the novels. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to do more Dexter videos on here. I think I'm going to my next video. I think I'm going to rank seasons one through nine or seasons one through eight and Dexter new blood. They they're so serious about this isn't Dexter season nine. This is Dexter new blood season one. So I'm going to rank all nine seasons. Then what I'm going to do is I want to compare season one to the novel and talk about the comparisons and differences. Then I kind of want to do reviews and talk about each novel. So I'm going to reread them, re-listen to them and go in depth on this YouTube channel. So if you're a Dexter fan, stick around because I'm, I'm going to go in on this and talk about it more. And I would love to get a co-host one day if anybody out there wants to talk Dexter with me. Just reach out to me in the comments, whatever, direct message, whatever you can. You can find me on Twitter at JacobBartley824. And I see the chat going still a little bit about why it was in New York and stuff. Uh, I Well, I know they wanted a, a, a cold setting. They wanted a snow setting to be different from Miami. So I think that was part of it, but also Miami or LA would have been very similar to Miami. So, so we'll see. Yeah. So, uh, I, for those fans out there who are upset, I feel for you. I, I mean, I'm right there with you. I'm just trying to kind of be in the middle, right? Like, not that I'm, I am in the middle. I'm, I, I get why they did what they did. But I'm still not completely happy with it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so yeah. So that's going to do it for this review of Dexter New Blood, the season finale, Sins of the Father. Thank you all for joining me here. I really, really appreciate it. But like I said, I'm going to start preparing more Dexter content for this YouTube channel. Definitely going to talk more about Dexter New Blood. Going to rank it with the other eight seasons. Going to talk about the novels. Probably going to go through a series rewatch and at least review every season, if not every episode. So so keep an eye out for that. And yes, I think we're all torn because episode nine was great. Episode nine is one of the best episodes of Dexter ever. Episode 10, pretty good. But very left a lot of a lot of us very unsatisfied or left a bad taste in our mouth. But that's gonna do it. I'll see you guys next time when we talk more Dexter. Until then, take care.